Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Want to bet? Then get in on the action at Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Or in Ontario, download the app now using the QR code in the bottom of the screen. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Maple Leafs fans, welcome back to Game Over Toronto on this wonderful Saturday night. I am your host, Lauren Williamson. We have Fuad over here to your right-hand side of your screen. And our we beat West Coast we beat captain, Montreal. the West Coast captain of the Maple Leafs fan club, my friend, Curtis. Welcome to Game Over, Curtis. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. Go Leafs, hey! What, what a win. What a win. I'm so jazzed. I'm so jazzed to have Curtis on. He is objectively, and they've done scientific research here, the biggest Leaf fan in Alberta. That That's that's without, probably one of the biggest of all time, I would have to say, Mr. Curtis. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? We're, we're all, I just get a little uh, little louder at times and have a lot of stuff, but there's, there's so many amazing Leaf fans out there. It's uh, Leaf Nation. Yes, sir. Go Leafs. Absolutely. And, you know, we're really glad we had you on for a Maple Leafs win because we I wanted that I needed that jolt of energy today. So we really appreciate you coming on here. And uh, on what was the heels of a blockbuster trade, the Leafs went in with Ryan O'Reilly, who just literally just was in St. Louis yesterday. He, he lived in St. Louis yesterday and now lives in Toronto all of a sudden. And then he played a hockey game, which is pretty wild to think about it. But yeah, what did you think about the last 24 hours, including this game here? Oh, it's uh, it shows that Dubis is going all in, right? Like picks are picks are awesome, but uh, if Matthews, you know, let's heaven forbid he walks at the end of next season, we can't afford to keep Willie. We lose some of these guys. What good are these picks going to do for us, right? So we need to, we don't need to win it all right now. You know, I know Leaf fans want to win the cup, and that's awesome, but we do yeah. need to get second or third round. We got to show progress. Another first round punting and. Uh, it's going to sting, especially when Riley, you know, Riley walks and Achari at the end of the season. It's going to sting when those draft picks go somewhere else. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. Like, so when I first saw the trade, uh, I don't know about you, but I was like, I looked at the picks. For a second, I was like, you know, we all get the sticker shock when we see, oh, first round pick. Ooh. Like, you, you get that shiver down your spine. But then I, I kind of realized, I think about it, I'm like, listen, if they, God forbid, I'm hitting all the wood here, losing the first round, they're going to get picks either way because there's going to be changes. So it's either if you're going to if you're heading towards that fork in the road, you might as well go for it, right? And like you said, the draft picks are kind of magic beans. Like it's like if you're buying a car and then it was like instead of paying $30,000, you give them a big bag of cash for life lottery tickets, right? So <laughs> Yeah, look at like Zetterberg, Datsuk, Johnny Goudreau. When did those guys get picked? They weren't picked in the first, second, or third round. So we could yeah. give those guys up in their bust, and we go pick a stud in the fourth round, right? It's uh, it's magic beans, like you said. Absolutely. And I think that Kyle Dubas has shown us that he can take picks farther out of the draft or take people that were even undrafted, right, and turn them into pe- people that are leading this team. Like, Michael Bunting wasn't drafted in the first five rounds. Was wasn't Michael Bunting undrafted? Well, he was a rookie at like twenty six years old or twenty yeah, years old. So he, right? I mean, he is he's to your point. He is someone that you kind of just 
plucked out of nowhere. Yeah. And he seems to be good at finding these people. And so while in a perfect world, I would have all of my first round picks for Kingdom Come, but that's just not how you have to do business. And it is showing that Dubis is all in. I'm all in. Fuad, you're all in. And Curtis, we all know you are all in on this team. And I th- I'm in already. I've been waiting <laughs> already. Well, and and you were you're wearing your Angval bucket, you know, for good luck, and your man produces tonight, getting the second goal, putting yeah. them what ends up being the game or the game tying goal. And uh boy, it was it was it was good to see uh the Leafs come out on top after after playing a game the other night that was not not ideal. Not ideal. No, they they said something about Saturday night against Montreal. They they normally play us tougher than they did tonight. Like there's there's not a lot of blowout wins the Leafs against Montreal on Saturday. Not a lot but of wins in general. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I'll take it. Yes, sir. What a night. Stoked. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like to your point, I, I I did find that they they did play them tough. Like this Montreal team is not. Chicago Blackhawks, they are not. They they're competitive. They have a lot of good players. They're well coached, and like they're they're going to be a problem very very soon for the Leafs. But uh, that's tomorrow's problem. But yeah, like they never give the Leafs a quarter. And even in this game, I felt that Engvall goal really broke, like just kind of broke their spirit a little bit because Montreal was buzzing. They had like like two odd man rushes, and then all of a sudden Engvall just good things happen when you throw it at the net. It just just finds its way in. So. Uh, he helped us switch the momentum for sure. And he got that goal off of what was a really strong shift from him, right? Like he takes it behind the net is, is putting crazy pressure on the hab that had it takes it and then scores. And it ends up being the game winning goal. And he's played so well in the last two weeks since we've come back from the break, he's been fantastic. And if he keeps producing at that level, he's going to, he's going to really help our bottom six considering we haven't really been getting a lot of scoring from that. Um, Curtis, what did you think of Ryan O'Reilly's play tonight? We, he did get a he did get a point on what I believe oh, was uh, the three one goal, right? He, you know what he's he's just exactly as advertised. Like I think he's only got, I could be wrong. You guys are more stats than me, but I think eighteen or nineteen points this season. Like he's I not a team. Yeah, so he's not a point per game guy. But what he's going to do is the things that. Tampa has done to us in the first round in Boston, those little chippy corner plays that the refs don't catch or that guy that'll go in and just stir things up. He's that guy. He's the guy that'll go in front of the net and just battle. And we haven't had that guy in years in Toronto. So he's going to be a difference maker in my opinion. Yeah. He's got, he also brings pedigree, right? Like it, uh, well, I mean, 2019 was four years ago, which is kind of crazy, but he was the con Smythe winner in 2019 and like that's kind of the epitome of playoff leadership that the Leafs kind of need right like so my thinking and what I think Dubis is thinking is that he's looking at this team and he's like look we got to get a guy to just push them over the hump like every season it's been they've gone down to the final game in the playoffs and they couldn't push it over the goal line so to speak but what he's doing here also Kyle Dubas is saying listen guys I'm doing my job right now I'm giving you the ingredients. It's like, it's up to you, Mitch Marner. It's up to you, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Ryan O'Reilly, everybody. It's on you guys. Are, are you going to take it this year? And that that's what I see from Kyle Dubas. He's pretty much, he's throwing down the gauntlet. He's saying, look, it's on you guys now. I did my job. 
And I and I feel like Mitch Marner, Magic Mitchy, Mitchy Marner. Sorry, I'm getting loud on your podcast. No, oh, you're great. I love it. I love it. I'm Get such loud. a big fan of that guy, and I feel like yeah. he he looks like a different player this year. He looks grown up. These guys are growing up. You got to remember, they they were just kids, right? Rookies thrown into the mecca of hockey. You know, win a playoff series with all the pressure, and yeah. and you know, growing. And I feel like they just look different this year. Matthews more defensive. He's not scoring sixty. We don't need it because Willie's scoring now. Marner's doing what he's doing, right? So it's just it just they look different i know leaf fans have said this before but i just feel like this year is different something feels different about it and i totally it looks like kyle dubas would agree with you right last year he didn't go out and do this because you know he even said in the documentary a couple years ago that like he was getting felino but that he's only going to go in as hard as the team is and it's clear that he thinks that they've earned they've worked hard enough to earn that big trade right And, and for Kyle Dubas to put it out at, you know, 10 minutes before 11 on a Friday night is the is the funniest thing ever because that's what he's doing at, at 11 o'clock at the night, right? And and I think that it's going to be great for us in the long run. And, you know, I was looking at some of the highlights today in the middle of the afternoon, and, you know, Ryan O'Reilly got the first goal in Game 7 against Buff, against Boston in 2019, right? And it was a tip from Bo Meester, and with three minutes left to go in the first period, and it ends up being, you know, the first the first goal in their destiny run. And and if we can get just a teensy bit of that magic, even though it was a couple years ago, I think it's going to be huge for us. And we just he's his body positioning tonight was great, even though he looked a little bit flustered with Mitch Marner on the ice. I think he just hasn't played with anybody that moves that quickly and thinks that quickly. And I think it's probably going to take a couple days for him to adjust to how quick, how quick Mitch does play the game to, to your point, Curtis. And I think once he gets caught up in that and once he gets on the same playing field and understands where he's going to move and to always be ready, I think he's going to be a huge game changer for us, especially in the playoffs. Or do you put him on the third line as the center, right? Do you yeah. have Matt first line, JT in the second, and have the greatest third line in all of hockey, right? That's the other side of it is do you force him up in the second line or do you move him down to the third line? And, and Kiva, and I say this wrong every time, don't judge me. Yarn Croak, I call him Jean Rock all the time. Yarn Croak. Uh, That's Yarn Croak, yeah. I love it. Yeah, he's been playing really well, right? So I, I don't know. It's just it's tough to – I don't know if you move him to the third line or you leave him up with Mitchie. I don't know. Well, I think, you know, Sheldon Keefe is a chronic tinkerer. I think, I think, like he said, he couldn't sleep last night. I kind of envisioned him, like, in Goodwill hunting, like Matt Damon, just writing, like, equations and, like, how many lineups he can do because there's a lot of lineups you can pull off with this team here. But what I, I kind of thought of was I think Kyle Dubas wants to make up for the Nazem Kadri mistake because that was the vision before, like, when they first signed John Tavares. It was... We have three amazing centers down the middle. Now, it's the three-headed dragon, I think is what they used to call it, right? It's very mythical. Three-headed dragon. I mean, dragons are already (laughs) mythical, so. But, but, you know, Ryan O'Reilly may not be as good as Kadri was then, but I kind of am getting the sense that that's what they want. They want three lines with three top-level centers. No, 100%. And, and yeah, I just... uh... This team is just, I feel like we're so deep. And I'm a very biased Leaf fan because I, because I just, I'm very positive. I couldn't tell. (laughs) Like, like, 
life is so short. Like I just, I stopped letting the game affect me many years ago. Life is too short to to get upset about it. But yeah, I just feel like this team is so deep and there's so much talent on it. And we're only going to have it. It reminds me of the Blue Jays, not hockey related, but when they add like Donaldson and Martin and that yes. dream together, I just feel like this is the chance we have with all these guys together because I we're going to start losing guys and. Yeah. This is our time, so we got to do it this season. I, I I feel like we're gonna do it this season. Yeah, like when people say like, I mean, everybody look, everyone's you know people mostly fans. I think it's mostly complete haters. Uh-huh. But it's one of those things. A large percentage of the fan base seems to be on board with the move and like not thinking it's too much. But like some people are like, oh, you gave up a first round pick for this guy, and it's like, like not taking a risk in itself is a risk because like you, this is the best. Leafs team probably of all time, as far as talent-wise. I'm pretty sure I wasn't alive in 1967, so I, I couldn't tell you. But I'm pretty sure this is the most talented team they've ever had. And, like, not giving them every chance to beat their demons and go to the cup final. It's like, what are you going to look at that first-round pick that you get and it ends up being, like, Tyler Biggs? And you're like, wow, we have this guy because we didn't want to go for the cup in 2023. So... I, I'm on, I'm I'm with you, man. YOLO. <laughs> well, yeah, you end up with Yakupov, right? Oh, yeah, I don't want O'Reilly. That's too much. Let's just, you know, get Nail Yakupov in the first round instead, right? That's exactly what it is. So, you know what? Magic I'm, means, yeah. Great trade. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. And someone in the chat, uh, Zach Simpkins, Curtis, wants to know how your trip to Toronto was last month. Oh, it was awesome. I got to have uh, a few drinks with that pretty lady right there. It was amazing. Uh, it was just awesome being with my people. I, I, I hang out with mannequins out here in Alberta. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, literally, I watch a game next to that dude. Uh, so it was just nice being with my people. And just, uh, yeah, everybody was blue and white and cheering. And it was just it was just absolutely incredible. Wait, Thank wait, you. Bro. When you were there, uh, I, I think the Islanders game, you were at one of them, right? And yep. I remember they they had a pretty poor first period, and I literally said on this on the stream, I'm like, I'm like, I've, I my sources have said that Curtis went to the locker room and hyped them up, and then they just came out <laughs> and just absolutely lit hell on fire uh, for the next two periods. So I, I give you credit. I, I my sources have seen you near the locker room area talking <laughs> to the team. So <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I wish I lived out there. I feel like I'm. Uh there's a lot of Leaf fans in Alberta where I'm from. There's a lot of Oilers fans. Like even my son's an yeah. Oilers because his oh. buddies are Oilers fans and their dads are Oilers fans. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's weird. I go out in my hockey helmet and it's weird anyway, wearing a hockey helmet outside the house. Uh, but going out in Alberta is even more weird. Uh, and anyway, I'm packing mannequins into the house. Like my neighbors already think I'm a weird dude. <laughs> 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 the just, Where did you get the man? Did, did, did you like you bought them? You, you didn't like go to like the store and just, <laughs> just, just, you didn't just no, you didn't just, that's theft, Fuad. <laughs> I'm not calling him a thing. I'm just I'm making sure. <laughs> no, I uh, I got a few of them on Amazon, and then my wife uh, found two at a Calgary store that was going out of business. So that's oh, where right on. <laughs> Calgary, and I picked them up and I loaded them in the vehicle. And I remember carrying a torso in with one arm and a few. <laughs> other arm and i was walking in the house and i was doing it in the intermission so i was wearing my bucket <laughs> and looking out the window and i was like what the hell is this guy thinking right now the neighbor's got a hockey helmet on he's packing in mannequins right so it's so 
Well, it, you know, if they ever ask, just send them the, the link to any of your videos. <laughs> just send them the link to your Twitter. Uh, That's amazing. Well, and, and you have a large collection. And what, like you said, when we met last month, which was awesome, it was great to meet you and it was great to talk to you. You talked about the fact that so many people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you were able to have any kind of life with all that merchandise. But you've been collecting merchandise for a long time. Yeah, it's been like uh, 16, 17 years, right? Being in Alberta, this stuff, I don't have a store I can walk into and just yeah. a bunch of stuff. It's one piece at a time I see online. Oh, an Angval bucket, I'll get it. And then the next time, oh, a Wendell Clark photo, right? And it's just one piece at a time, and then it be, it turns into this. Uh, but it's been a long time. This isn't. I just started sharing on Twitter because I was lonely. I was like, I'm out here hooting and hollering in my basement i didn't just start slamming beer in the last year this has been a practice <laughs> uh and i was like you know what i went on to twitter uh leafs nation and i i saw how dark it was after some losses and i was like wow like why is this place so dark i'm just gonna get on there and just be a light and nothing but positivity and kindness and see what happens and it's been incredible well, and it works like you, you have so much, you have so many, you have so many people following you just because of your positivity. And because even when the games aren't going well, you don't let it get you down. And you're just like, okay, well on to the next one. Here we go. And even when they do play poorly, you know, like the rest of us, even though, even though we get, sometimes get frustrated with them and sometimes it might get the better of us when they get knocked out in the first round so many times, but you know, we're, we're all coming back year after year because we can't help ourselves because we love it. And while I might not have as many jerseys as you, it doesn't matter how many jerseys you have. You can be as big of a Leaf fan as you want to be, right? Like some people, I didn't have a Leaf jersey, honestly, for a long time. Until like six or seven years ago, I never owned a Leaf jersey because I just couldn't. I just wasn't in a place where I was able to afford it. And now, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to have it. And I'm getting a larger collection, maybe not as big as yours, Curtis. But it doesn't matter how much merch you have. You can be a fan as much as you want to be a fan. And no one can tell you how much you are allowed to love your team. No, 100%, 100%. And that's why I get uncomfortable anytime I hear super fan because I, I'm no different than anybody else just because I have stuff. Whether a person, like you said, has one jersey, a pencil, a car flag, they're the same fan. I, I, yes, I sometimes get a little more intoxicated and yell a little louder. And uh, you know what I mean? And I have stuff, but we're all the same fan. That's why I just I don't like the whole super fan thing. We're all – I just want to be a part of Leaf Nation. I want to be next to every single other person – and just celebrate the team. That that's all I want to do. Yeah, and see, that, that's something I really do respect. And like, it, it, you kind of remind us of like what we're why we're watching it. Like at the end of the day, it, it no one's forcing you us to watch the game, right? So it's you know you it, it's your passion. You should be happy about your passion all the time, right? It's not like God, they suck. I mean, you could say that. So I'm not saying. Hey, I mean, we all say that, but it's like if it's actually getting you down, you probably want a different hobby, right? So. I, we really appreciate that kind of perspective you bring. You're like, hey, this is fun. This is a sport we like to watch. So at the end of the day, you know, we always try to, even on this show, we're like, we always just try to laugh about it, laugh through the pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're people, right? They Just yeah. like me. I, I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do my laundry today. I'm not <laughs> doing it. I'm just going to lay around on the couch, except these guys, they have to throw on skates and play hockey. And, yeah, they get paid a lot of money. But that doesn't mean that they they they're always feeling good. They're not battling injuries. We don't know. Look at Soup last or two years ago. People were tearing them apart and sending them hate mail 
and just destroying him online and then find out he had a few cracked ribs or whatever it was and he was playing through the injury and then people are like oh sorry it's just like well you yeah. shouldn't have done it. it's just a sport it's a game yeah, yeah. Try doing anything, let alone play a professional sport with cracked ribs. Hundred percent. You cannot even you can't even sneeze without yelling in agony. So I mean, no, I, I see what you're saying. That's that's one dart. That's like one thing. I'm like, whenever these losses happen, I'm like, for the love of God, please don't go on Twitter. Please don't go and talk and shoot messages at these guys. Like, just be frustrated. You can be like, yeah, we're, you know, team sucks or whatever. Like, you can. I'm not saying we all do that, but at the end of the day, it's like just leave the the, the people still. Like, it's. It's all still theater. It's all a game, right? So, but uh, yeah, I, I appreciate, we all appreciate that perspective that you, that you bring. You kind of bring us back to why we actually do this, why we actually watch and enjoy it. It's fun. It's all about the team, right? It's uh, yes, sir. Goalies. That's what it's about, buddy. Absolutely. Yes, and it's, and it's like you said, it, it is just about us being fans and, and just being a family, right? Just a family of fans. And like you that. don't have to live in Canada to be a Leafs fan. You know, Victoria Stewart lives in Scotland. One of, <clears throat> one of our admins for SDPN lives in England. Like, I know that there are Leaf fans in Australia and New Zealand that listen to the show and watch this show and hopefully hit like and subscribe, even though if they live far away. And, you know, it doesn't matter how much stuff you have, as long as you're a fan and, and you're not attacking people when they make mistakes. Because everybody makes mistakes. No one ever lives their life perfectly without making mistakes. And sometimes professional athletes don't make plays that we think that they should. But they're still people. And if you're going out to their social media and bashing them as people, like, maybe maybe talk to somebody that's a professional about that. Because it is a game. It's a game. It's it's vulcanized rubber being chased by 12 men on the ice on knife shoes. Okay? If you if if you make your whole life about it and you let it dictate how you live your life, maybe maybe take a break. Maybe take a deep breath. Go touch some grass. Get off the rink and and uh and not let it ruin your entire existence cuz it's just it's just a game. And everybody gets frustrated. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not all unicorns and rainbows. When the Leafs lose a game seven, I don't say, ah, oh, shucks. Well, next year and yeah. go upstairs to a, a cartwheel. But I'm not going to go online and call them pathetic and 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 burn jerseys and all that. Because I know, like you said, I'm going to be back the next year. And I'm going to look pretty stupid and wish I had that <laughs> Marner jersey I burned. Or, or you know, that player that I said was pathetic while now they're leading the team in scoring. Like Willie. That man's taken a beating since he's been a Leaf. Look at him now. Like, I, I got a mannequin. I'd hug the mannequin, but it's weird. But you know <laughs> what? I like Billy. Yes, sir. And and people have been beating that guy for years, and he's having a hell of a year. I'd be sad to lose him. Absolutely. He's been, he's been getting better literally every year that he's been with the Leafs. He just incrementally better year over year over year. And now he's leading the Leafs in scoring, and rightfully so. He's... Every year that he's played, he's gotten better at his game. And this year, he's getting better. Bunting is getting better, too. Today, with the two one-timer shots from almost the exact same spot, like, everybody seems to be clicking really well. And as long as they can keep that momentum going and, and keep playing as hard as they have, you know, we've gotten lucky the last couple of weeks where, you know, we had an unfortunate game against Chicago. But the game before that against Chicago, we played great. And it seems like they are slowly starting to have fewer of the games where they're punching down to their opponents and getting just completely dummied by them, right? Like, historically, if 
even at the beginning of this year, if you think about how they were playing in October and how the California road trip went, they were playing so bad against teams that weren't very good. And I was really worried about looking at the schedule for this month because, you know, on paper, they should be dominating every single team that they're playing. But we know that I looked at the schedule and I was like, well, I'm going to be, we're going to be lucky if we play 500 this month, honestly, because so many of the opponents are in those, you know, the bottom half of the 16, like the bottom 16 of the league. And I'm so grateful that they've decided to slowly phase out games like that because they are frustrating. 100%. It's, uh, I was, I was nervous as well when I saw that because it, yeah, we seem to play so well against the upper teams and then the lower teams is whatever. That Western road swing, I thought half the Leaf fans were going to jump off a cliff. Like that Western, that first Western swing against when we lost to the, the Ducks when we were winning and the speed and then the Sharks. And as, like I stayed off social media. It was a nightmare on social media. <laughs> We're getting better. We're getting better. Oh, that was I, – I always say about that beginning of that part of the season, like, like it's so funny how we're, like, celebrating, oh, Ryan O'Reilly, like, we're going for it. In the big – like, right about Halloween time, like, it was, like, October 29th or 30th when they – like, the 30th when they lost to Anaheim. I – like, it was literally a different plane of existence that time to this time. Like, you couldn't even – like, I couldn't even conceive of this season going the way it did – how it started where everyone was like trade Marner for a second rounder get out of everybody fire Sheldon Keefe fire fire do this fire, fire the fire the concession staff everybody <laughs> everybody was done people were done with this team and then they went to they went home to Philadelphia and it was like okay okay this is your time like this is this is make or break and I think they saved everyone's job with that game and they haven't looked back really since so yeah, it's uh, it, it's a, it's an incredible team. We're we're gonna do something special this year. I've said it since day one, and that's one thing I'll tell you. If we if we win the cup, nobody can ever look back and say, you know what, Curtis from Alberta's a bandwagon. I can tell you that nobody will ever look back because I'm I'm with them, win or lose. And there's so many people like talking to Lauren. I had such a great dinner with her. Like the the chats we had about the you know the puck shooting defenseman. I wasn't aware the Leafs had uh, so many. There's so little goals from the point this season. She filled me in on that. And I watch every game, right? So it was just, we're doing something special this year. I, I hope we get a maybe defenseman with a booming slap shot. That could be maybe the final piece. But we're doing something special this year. We're beating Tampa in the first round. And I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to play us in the second round. We That's get right. out of the first round. Everybody yeah. wants to play us in the first round. Nobody wants to play us in the second because Toronto will light on fire. I will be there every day, and I'll be walking in the middle of your damn streets. Yes, <laughs> Screaming at the top of my lungs, and there's going to be many more like me. So you know what? Let's Goalies go. go. I got to duck out. I'm sorry. My uh, my mother's visiting, so I got to no, duck good. out. But I want to sincerely thank you for having me on your podcast. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And and if and if we get to the second round of the playoffs, Curtis, maybe we could have you back if you were able, you know, if you would consider it. I don't want to keep you from your mom any longer, but uh, we're probably – why don't we just sign off here, Fuad? Do you want to sign off with us quick, Curtis? Sure. All right. Well – Yeah, guys. So, all right. Well, everybody, well, thank you guys so much for joining. Um, 
We're, it's coming out, but I'm gonna. I just gotta tease the next episode here because it's gonna come out. So, next episode, guys, you're gonna want to tune in. It's gonna be February 19th tomorrow, 6 p.m. in Chicago. Right after, we're gonna have none other than Sid Sixera will be joining us live after the game. Uh, tune in and uh, yeah, join the fun. Absolutely. Again, my name is Fuad Suleiman. You can follow me at, at Fuad underscore Sports. I am Lauren Williamson. You can follow me on Twitter at Lauren and the Six Curtis. This is when you're going to boost yourself. What do you got going on? Make sure you tell everybody what your Twitter handle is if they don't know where where they can find you. Oh, I, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I'm Curtis from Alberta at Leaf Guy four hundred three. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank yes, you for sir. coming on tonight. Leafs win over the Habs Saturday night hockey night in Canada five one. Have a fantastic night, everybody, and One we more will time, Curtis. see you tomorrow. <laughs> One more time, Curtis. Yes, sir. One last yes, sir. one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Leafs. Go Leafs. Go, everybody. Have a great night. Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.